Witches, welcome to episode 117 of C3 Crystals, Cauldrons, and Cocktails. I'm River. And I'm Ren. And today we're going to talk about snow magic. I don't know how many of you guys are going to have a white Yule or Christmas, but I doubt we will here in Georgia where we are, unfortunately. True. Yeah. I was trying to pull up a map to see because, you know, where our listeners and stuff are. And I'm like, they might have a white Christmas. Uh, So and and this is coming out the day after the solstice. So I hope you all have been up and watched the sunrise this morning. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, anyway, before we get into our topic, of course, what are we drinking? And yes. this is called the Yuletide Yum. <laughs> I like I like the name that you came up with. You came up with this one, and it's really cute. I, I like it too. But it is it's got cocoa powder in it, dark rum, white rum, coconut rum, simple syrup, and then heavy cream. It is super strong, and a lot of people can't drink too many creamy drinks yeah, after, one after the other. Yeah, it's super rich. Yeah. yeah, it's very rich. That's a good word for it, but it is quite, quite yummy. So. It is it is delicious, and I will say that I held off on the dark rum. Now I have the white rum and the coconut rum in it, but mm-hmm. the dark rum I kind of held off on. I am sick again, which is shitty. Oh, <laughs> yes. And yeah, my husband got way. it, and he is yeah. like lord from it no because you i mean i i remember like i i told you guys i was sick and we even missed a podcast uh, mm-hmm. because we were both sick at the same time which that never we didn't have a backup recorded or anything yep. and so we had to miss one of our after darks or something because we were both sick i didn't have a voice you got covid at some point this yeah. year yeah yeah we have been sick on and off this whole t- entire year and this is the third time i've been sick within the past three months yeah this winter it's is so crappy rough yeah like i yeah. i i think i did it to myself because i was like oh i haven't been sick in an entire year oh, no wow i've you like, jinxed yourself i did because i usually i'm i'm usually sickly i get sick any time of the year mm-hmm. i'm always sick mm-hmm. and so to go a whole year or so without being sick was like, whoa, like, wow, my immune system better be, you know, it's building up and <laughs> strong now. No, now I've been sick three times and my immune <sighs> system was like, yeah, fuck you. So, <laughs> yeah, so th- it's just great. And we tried to record, see, we've been trying to record mm-hmm. for weeks now. I feel like mm-hmm. it's, it's only been like a week or so where we're like, okay, well, let's, let's record luckily- like a little bit. We were ahead, and so yes. I'm afraid now that my husband has that ick, I'm hoping that we're we're going to try to record ahead in case yes. I get sick this yes. time. So we're trying to at least get so. some done. So if Ren sounds sick in the next this episode and the next two afterwards, it's because <laughs> we're recording it all at once. We're so sorry, but it's what yep. we have to do to get it out in time. And with us all being sick off and on, this is a mess. It's a mess. Yeah, I feel like last year during Yule and and Christmas, I don't. I think we just finally said we'll see you next year and didn't. Yeah, record. we didn't. I think even we missed have, the whole end. We of missed the, the month. whole month last year, and I felt so horrible mm-hmm. because I know everybody's excited. It's mm-hmm. the holidays. You want to listen to your favorite podcast, <laughs> and we just weren't there. And so we were like, okay, let's get ahead and make sure that with like the craziness of families coming to visit mm-hmm. the craziness of us Wrapping traveling presents and yeah, just trying to get and... everything together let's just record the entire month ahead well now we're on we're recording this on the 15th i will say mm-hmm. and we aren't ahead <laughs> no we're we not ahead at all so <laughs> we're working on it today yes so. it's so chaotic and oh, oh man i'm tired <laughs> I am too. It's it's hard. I've got I'm it looking is. forward to next week. I'm I'm like, how many things do I have to cook before everybody comes home? And I we're know, hoping that since so you'll be much. close by with your family, I'm hoping that you'll be able to come by yeah, our I wanna, house. I want to be able to swing by and see everybody mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. even if it's just for a day or something, it would be nice. Yeah, that would be great. But we get into shenanigans when we're together we though. Do, so. Like, oh, maybe we should have this drink and sit and giggle in a corner and we just look we we do and 
we have to make sure that whenever we get together, uh, we've got all the stuff that we're supposed to have done done because we won't get yeah. it done when we're together. Yeah. That's- <laughs> oh, man. But yes. Oh. So today, okay. the drink that I'm drinking is a little less alcohol and a little bit more on the cocoa powder heavy cream side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But don't don't worry. There's still rum. There's still rum. Yeah, I feel like we could do this kind of with as a hot chocolate with that's the what rum I, in it yeah. um, and the heavy cream. So that's what I'm thinking too. Feel free to make it warm, yeah. especially at this time of year. This yeah. may become people's favorite, you know, winter drink. Yeah, me drink. Mm-hmm. You know, now I, I keep saying, you know, all the time and I noticed Sorry. it because you brought it up. I so always now I'm say like, oh, it. you know, you know, you know, I'm like, and oh, I'll say it to my husband. I'll be sitting there and I'll just be talking. And I'm like, you know, and I'm like, oh man, I even do it in real life. <laughs> How to spot a wild wren if you're, if I'm walking down like an aisle in Target or whatever, or not Target yep. or whatever it is, Kroger, whatever. You just hear me, but you know, that's me. <laughs> that's me. All right. Well, let's talk about snow yes. magic. Yes. What is it? So snow is really just frozen water. So we should probably start with the water element and go into that just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Here on Earth, water is everything. It's vital to all life on Earth. And snow properties vary just like water varies. So while oceans are volatile and powerful and rivers are also in constant motion, snow is also uh, associated with change in motion. and But I think the most common association of snow is the peace and reflection. Mm-hmm. You know how it it softly falls yeah. sometimes and that peace that you feel when it's doing that. Yeah. Now, that isn't to say that snow doesn't have its volatile side too, like a blizzard or an avalanche. I mean, an avalanche. Or can- hail. Would, would oh, you ca- would you categorize snow and hail together? I would. It's frozen we, water. I saw a TikTok <laughs> <laughs> it, while I was laying in bed, miserable, sick. Uh, I was on TikTok. I, I sent 28 TikToks to my husband. <laughs> and he was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but one of them was this, like, massive like they were like bigger than golf ball size hail i don't know hail. where it was mm-hmm. but like the car alarms were going off because it, that's it was just knocking the car alarms that's and all terrible. of that and when you said sometimes i pictured that tiktok in my head and i thought that was funny. for sure i mean because a lot of us think oh snow isn't it beautiful it's well so probably not the people yeah. probably not the people that live up in the north where it snows all the time yeah you know i mean but i feel like here, the it's first magical no the first snow has to be beautiful mm-hmm. and then you start to get into like the the slushiness and, and the, the dirty and the, yeah yeah that can't be fun but the beautiful first snow is probably amazing when it's not probably so it's magical for everybody the first yeah. time yeah. yeah but you know even I- icicles speaking of frozen ice icicles i mean frozen water wow frozen ice <laughs> <laughs> um and that that can be menacing too i mean i i just watched violent night and that was quite a violent show i i recommend it by the way it's very very dark humor I thought it was great, but uh, that probably tells you something about my mentality. Ren hasn't seen it yet, but no, I haven't. Um, you know, icicles are dangerous and can kill you, and that kind. Of, yeah. I mean, remember the Christmas vacation with Chevy Chase and the ice from the gutter went flying into the neighbor's. Oh yeah, yeah. Sound system or yeah. something. Yeah. And if so, that, if somebody was in there, probably would have you know their their head have. off. Yeah. Could have. It could yeah. Have. But snow itself, each individual piece is generally that soft and quiet thing. So think of that hush that falls over the world when the snow begins to fall. Oh, yeah. Snow absorbs sound. It's like serene. It really is. It's just magical. So we'll talk about different snow types and how they can be used in magic, just like we talked about how water from different weather can be used, like storm water as opposed to spring water or that kind of thing. So different snow types can be used differently in your spells. Mm -hmm. So the properties of snow that you might want to consider when you're using it in your magic is the quiet and the silence, solitude. I mean, we're actually, when it snows, that's what we do. We sit around in our house and 
drink hot chocolate in front of the fire or yeah, wine. Yeah, or wine. Yeah. Did you, you wait? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Have you seen what? that trend where people what are trend? putting their red wine into hot chocolate? Mm-mm. Apparently, it's oh, my phenomenal. God. Red, I got to write that down. Red wine into hot chocolate. Into hot chocolate. I just as swallowed well. wrong. Oh, God. Rum burns when it goes down the wrong <laughs> way. And, oh, um, my God. <laughs> I've also seen uh, this one. I saw this one. I was on TikTok a lot, apparently. I haven't been on TikTok <laughs> like how I was when I was sick for well, there's nothing else to a do long when you're sick. time. I know. I couldn't fall asleep. And I was having like those weird fever dreams. So I don't know what mm-hmm. was real and what was not on that day. Mm-hmm. And I also saw a TikTok where if you put red wine into milk, it's amazing. That sounds disgusting. It sounds disgusting. And I saw a TikTok and this guy, he was like, this has to be disgusting. I don't even like drinking milk and I don't like drinking wine, but let alone put them together. And he loved it. It just seems like the alcohol in the wine would curdle the milk. I don't know. I guess maybe use like a dry red or something. We will experiment with this and get back to you. And yeah. And if you guys show up in a week or so and we're like, yeah, this is uh, the drink of the month. Yeah. Don't question it. You just try it. Just do it. (laughs) Just Just do it. Do it. Uh, Another other properties of snow, rest and regeneration. Uh, I mean, when it snows and we're stuck inside, that is a time to allow for rest when you need it. Yeah. Deep self-healing, gentle purification, creation and destruction, depending on the snow. Mm -hmm. Um, Uniqueness. Every snowflake is different from the next. Although I just heard, I don't know if it was on the news or if I read it somewhere during doing all the research, but they actually discovered that not every snowflake is unique. They found, I don't think it was in, um, it was a different country. I can't remember where, but they found two identical snowflakes. Okay, but how do they? I, that's what my question is too. Because, because by the time you put it under a microscope to look at the actual crystal thing, it melts. So how do you, how do you catch it and I look a, at it and compare it? with that. <laughs> I know, but that was the weirdest thing because we've all been told, oh, every snowflake is different. That's I mean, why okay, parents was... called their children their little snowflakes because, you know. Oh, is that why? Well, they're all unique and special, but it's okay. used generally in a derogatory term. But that yeah. that's okay. Well, okay. I have a problem with that kind of because I understand like uh, scientifically the crystallization of water can happen probably in the exact same way and create the exact same formation. But I can also understand where it won't do that because everything, like you can never replicate something exactly before. Exactly, yeah. Because like, you know, I've talked about this on the podcast before where I'm like, okay, what's happening right now? If I'm standing outside, all the clouds, the cloud formations will never look exactly as mm-hmm. they are right now. Like they'll look That's similar, right. but they will never look exactly the same. They will never be in the exact same location, have the exact same formation. Be, maybe even even have the same density, you know, because like the density of the clouds and that's why it rains, blah, right? And so it, I'm kind of skeptical that they found a snowflake that is exactly the same quote. And formation. if they did, at that particular place, at that particular time, they found two. That means, I mean, because I think in our last winter episode, like two years ago, I talked about how a septillion snowflakes fall during winter yeah so if they happened upon it at that specific place in that specific time then the odds are it's happening all over the place all over the place and how wouldn't they have found that before? i I don't know so i will look at that again i'll try to post a blog on that yeah interesting fact yeah interesting uh beauty snow represents beauty so use it in you can use it in beauty spells Family matters because usually when it snows, you all are together, you know, sledding and all of that Mm -hmm, kind of thing. mm -hmm. So use it for bringing your family together. Patience, goddess work. There are goddesses out there that are associated with winter and femininity. So everyone's magic is unique and beautiful. And you can use any of these properties in, in your spell work. and and ones that we haven't even mentioned that you can use you know snow and magic and everything is all unique to you yeah so you're only limited really by your imagination and how 
I mean, yeah. I feel like magic's that way anyway. Yeah, We're you can use it however. Like if, all kinds Like, obviously, magic. yeah, if we didn't say anything, like, what else? You can use it for scrying. You can use it for whatever. Like, mm-hmm. whatever you find works for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is snow magic in a sense? Mm-hmm. So snow magic is a form of magical practice that involves working with unique qualities, energies, and symbolism associated with snow. Okay. So this type of magic is often rooted in nature-based or elemental traditions mm-hmm. where practitioners connect with the natural elements to facilitate spiritual growth, personal transformation, and or the manifestation of specific goals. Makes sense. So that's where I would use it. I would probably use it towards my manifestation because I'm a big manifester. That's you. Mm-hmm. So how to use snow magic in our practice. So I think the first thing that you want to consider is the symbolism of mm-hmm. snow, but you can break it down into the color specifically okay. of what snow is. And that is the pristine white color. You mm-hmm. know, it, it, there it is, you know. You know. <laughs> so snow and i think we think of snow as white but i feel like when you break it down it can also be blue we'll be right back do as i say not as i do are we that generation or are we doing and working on ourselves just as much as we work on the technology that we crave artificial intelligence and the concerns, I would say, were pretty valid. But the interesting thing about that is, is it valid because that's how we see ourselves? Are we are we looking at them, but then really seeing us? It's a whole bunch. Remember in our last winter episode, the one that we did? Like no, two years ago, <laughs> we were talking about how snow is actually a whole bunch of different colors. And I think the title of that episode was actually Beware of Yellow Snow or something like that. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was but a good one. <laughs> because a snowflake forms around something, it could be a dust particle or yeah. a piece of dirt. It actually is going to take on the color of whatever it happens to form on in the air as it's coming down. That's pretty cool. See, I don't remember that. I don't have a good memory. It was episode 41, 41. I I don't know. It was a long time ago. I mean, my brain literally is like, yeah, you don't need that. And it yeets it out of my head. Like I don't, it (laughs) leaves my ear canal. However thoughts leave, that's how it goes. Or if you walk through a doorway and a ghost eats them. Didn't we say that on episode two? That's why when you walk into a room that you forget why you're there because you've passed through a ghost and it ate your memory. Oh, I bet you I said this after we said that, but I just think it's like Sims where and we're in a simulation. You did. And, yeah, we're in a simulation yep. and they cleared out whatever I was going to do, so I don't I don't remember. <laughs> that I I mean, it's not a strong belief, but if there is something to believe in on a Rin's, you know, sane level, then that's mine. I like the ghost idea. I like the ghost idea too because then that would make me freak out less that we're in a simulation, but you know, <laughs> having a ghost eat your memories is less scary than being in a sim. Maybe, mm. maybe, maybe. <laughs> Let's ponder that. Anyways, okay. so the color, well, I'm going to focus on the color of white in right. this case. And so white also, it symbolizes purity in many cultures, mm-hmm. but it's also associated with cleanliness, innocence, and or a blank slate. And I like mm-hmm. I like the blank slate. Mm-hmm. So in snow magic, practitioners may use the symbolism of white snow to invoke a sense of purity, blank slate, like to start over, or innocence in their intentions. I, I agree with that 100%. Um, for me, and it might be also because winter here and the Northern Hemisphere is right at the time that New Year's comes around. So we're all thinking of fresh slates and refreshing. Yes. But yes. I do like to refresh things in winter. I think I've said this before, but I like opening a, a window for a little bit and letting in that frigid cold air, especially if it's snowing outside. And I like to use a white altar cloth during this time or, mm-hmm. 
use white candles and spell casting. Uh, all of those are great ways to incorporate the snow symbolism into your practice. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Now, I do have a problem with white representing purity in the way that it it's like kind of that that idea is kind of tainted through mm-hmm. other religions. Mm-hmm. But it, it is true, white is pure. You you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, what's I'm... so funny though is the color white is actually well you're an artist you know white is actually the culmination of all colors whereas black is the absence of colors or do i have that backwards i think that's I, right i'm trying to think i always get it confused i do too i get it backwards all the time but i'm pretty sure I that white black actually... black is the mixture of all colors and white's the absence and white of. is the absence of because it reflects it Yes. Sorry, so let guys. Me, let I, me know I always if I'm get wrong. that backwards. I do too. So I might, I might be backwards. But I don't know. There's just like I hate. I mean, it's true because white is pure, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's kind of has that tainted view of like, oh, white is pure and mm-hmm. blah. You have to wear white at the wedding. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I wish that I had had a black wedding. That would have mm-hmm. been cool with black roses and all of that. That would be cool. Well, just go renew your vows and you that know, would be a black, good idea. Black dress. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's continue. Anyways, okay. Moving <laughs> I on. I just, I just <laughs> see the happy smile on your face, and it's adorable. <laughs> so you can also use snow magic for clen- cleansing rituals. Wow, mm-hmm. cleansing rituals. So snow magic rituals focused on cleansing and purification often involve incorporating snow or visualizing the cleansing properties of snow. So you don't technically have to have the snow in your presence. You can just visualize the effects. Yeah. So the like those people that live in Florida that hardly ever see snow. Yeah. Although yeah. It, it has, I think the only place in Florida that's never seen snow is like Fort Lauderdale and the Keys. But there's been oh, snow. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. I I don't know, y'all. I could be wrong. Okay. But um but yeah, so visualization can get you across if, if you're listening and you're like, well it doesn't ever snow here. So I can't do that. You actually can, just yeah. like Ren said. Yeah. So you can do this by envisioning a snowfall, washing away negativity, or using your actual snow in rituals such as melting it to create um, like consecrated water for mm-hmm. ritual cleansing, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to get a little bit more into like envisioning the snowfall, washing away your negativity. That's kind of like a broad. You can, while you're doing a ritual or if you're scrying and you don't have snow you can Mm -hmm. envision that snow melted onto your scrying board if it's a mirror whatever it may be you can envision that while you're doing it you don't have i love that have it and then if you are lucky and i say lucky enough people up in the north are like no it's not not no you're not lucky (laughs) if you live in an area that has a lot of snowfall then of course it's it's easier to use actual snow in cleaning and not Uh just to make consecrated water but you can melt it and actually use it to physically clean with you know clean your kitchen with snow melted snow water um just be sure to pour your intent into the cleaning while you're doing it Mm -hmm. so i would say with snowfall i am very wary i don't like bringing in I mean, I say that. Yellow snow. (laughs) Well, that too. I I would boil it first. Interesting. Because boiling is a prop, like, it's a cleansing way. You boil all the bacteria so you don't bring in dirty snow, you know? (laughs) That's interesting. I think I would actually just use the real melted snow, like in the spritz that we spray on our on our doors at the beginning of the month, that yeah. kind of thing. I would, I, I would, I would boil you would it. You boil it first. Because Interesting. I don't like the idea of you scoop up snow or if you catch it while it's falling, whatever, what have you. It could still contain something like, because we have acid rain and we I have all of that. I was just thinking that. that. Yeah. So, I mean, not for consumption prop purposes for me. I, I eat snow. Or, I mean, yes, of, we've all eaten snow. You and know, we've all food. had snow ice cream, I'm sure. Probably. Probably. But as an adult, I would want to boil it before I go and <laughs> clean any of my surfaces and smear around any other. I'm a clean freak. I, I have. You are. 
You absolutely it's a, it's are. It's probably a little bit more than that. Like it's probably like borderline OCD, which I, I'm not <laughs> diagnosed, but I probably should go and get diagnosed. But it is borderline, you know, a, an obsession compulsive mm-hmm. disorder of everything needs to be cleaned with clean mm-hmm. antibacterial it needs to be 99 99.99 percent effective on all of my surfaces <laughs> and if it's not i don't want it now i say that oh, interesting but i have a lot like i say that i'm like oh it needs to be cleansing but i also use like fake products like you know like uh chemically products that mm-hmm. aren't safe for people probably in general so do what you want <laughs> Do what you want. In that case. But for my personal philosophy, yes. yes, For my personal use of Snowfall, if I'm going to be using it for cleaning, it would be boiled first and then probably incorporated with some vinegar or something. Interesting. Okay. Yep. And so off of that, uh, fresh starts and new beginnings are also very strong with snow. Mm -hmm. So Snow is a seasonal occurrence, so often signals of a new season or a new year. The new year. Mm-hmm. So snow magic can be used and in a way to harness symbolism and work on spells or rituals that refresh and start and have that new start to new beginnings. Something. That yes, was, new beginnings. I That's said a that weird. Way, but yeah. yeah, new yeah. beginnings. Yeah. This could involve uh, letting go of past, releasing old patterns, and embracing a purified, renewed self. Now, it is very cliche to say new year, new me, and mm-hmm. all of that. But, but if there's you, a reason for the cliche. Yeah. yeah. If you do do that, then why not incorporate a little bit of snow magic in your practice at this time of year? I think that's great. Now, I'm a big coloring fan, mm-hmm. and I like to color snowflakes. and. This isn't only fun, but it actually helps release anxiety. I am a very anxious person. And it's also kind of a great form of meditation. You get so involved, or at least I do, get involved in the coloring that you tune everything out, which is very good for me anxiety-wise. Yeah. So I'll try to put some Snowflake coloring pages up on my Etsy store. And of course, I'll post some free ones for our patrons Mm -hmm. so that and winter, winter's uh, coloring stuff so that you all can sit yeah. by the fire and oh, color nice. and meditate. So I'll try to do that. See, now we're talking about Patreon. I'm so sorry I haven't posted a Whispering Winds. She keeps <laughs> talking about it and then I she have, got sick. I have, and... I have written like three scripts. I mm-hmm. have them. I just, I'm getting sick and I can't record them. And who wants mm-hmm. a raspy voice while you're trying? Yeah, that's to not very it? relaxing. <laughs> I'm telling you, the last one I posted was in October. And after I posted that, I I was sick. And then mm-hmm. I got better for like two days and then I was sick again. And then I've been better for like a couple of weeks now because now we're in December and then I'm sick again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to throw that in the middle of our podcast. <laughs> one, one will show up eventually. <laughs> oh, we, we meant to do uh, part of our outro in the beginning about going and listening to us on on YouTube and subscribing to us on YouTube. Okay, let's take a break right here in the middle of our episode. <laughs> we're 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 a we're mess. Not all here today. <laughs> no, we're not. But if you guys are still listening and haven't skipped through this, please go subscribe to our YouTube and go check out our merch at C3. W- wait, www.c3witchypodcastmerch.com. Yes, we, we have limited time merch up. And thank you all for those of you have, who have bought some. It's very yes, fun. It's so exciting. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now back, back to our to regularly the, scheduled program. programming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, now we can talk about connecting with the water element. Mm-hmm. And so snow is associated with water, obviously. And I think that water or liquid bases are very interesting because they can be multiple forms. They can be, you know, liquid, Mm -hmm. they can be solid, they could be gas, whatever it is. That is true. That's very cool. I really like it. And in this way, it's kind of associated with emotions and intuition and purification. I don't know. I feel like emotions are like more like gas to me. Like, oh, how like, like very movie intuition is more in the form of solid to me. 
Okay. Like solid because like your intuition is. Yeah. Like ice. And then your purification is water because water purifies like the liquid form of water. In my brain, it just makes sense. That makes 100% sense. I was just going to say the moon affects us because it has that gravitational effect on water and we are mostly water and the planet is mostly water. And so, yeah, water is a huge uh, energy to use in your spell. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because whenever people are acting weird, like when my husband and I are out driving around or, you know, we're driving somewhere and there's like idiots on the road and I'm always like, what is going on? And I'm like, oh, I think it's going to be a full moon soon because (laughs) he's always like, now it just gets to the point where he's like, is it going to be a full moon? And I (laughs) on my watch and I'm like, yep, it's a full moon tomorrow. And that's why people are acting weird or it is a full moon that night or whatever. Well, and right now we're in uh, Mercury retrograde on top of having the dark moon and a new moon when that started. So, yeah. Yeah. Good times, guys. It's fun. It's a fun time. Maybe that's why I'm sick and everyone's getting sick is because it's Mercury's in retrograde and we're not having a fun time. Maybe. Nobody's having a fun time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so... Based on that, with the water being linked to emotions, intuition, and purification, many practitioners use snow magic to connect with the water element, drawing in on its cleansing properties to purify the mind, body, spirit. You can also use it to, I guess, what's the word? Like enhance your intuition. Mm -hmm. You can help you understand what type of emotions you're feeling, Mm -hmm. sort of like shadow work in a way. So if you and are, there it big, is again. Yep, if you are a big shadow work person, if you want to work on your inner self, maybe if you incorporate a little bit of snow magic into your practice, you can help, you know, stay in tuned with the emotions or kind of unlock the emotions that you're having difficulty with. I love that idea. I, I actually really like the idea of using snow and snow water and spells. Mm-hmm. You can even have an outdoor altar in the winter that will have snow on it all the time if you live in yep. snowy areas, and you yep. can actually turn it into a nature altar where it's got bird seed for the birds and that kind of thing. It would be gorgeous. And then one thing you might consider doing if you have a a snowfall of that soft, quiet kind when when it's snowing, go outside and just soak it in. Mm -hmm. Allow yourself to meditate in that moment. Breathe in that wonderful air, the peace and serenity Mm -hmm. and enjoy that calm. Yeah. And Did you know, which I think we've already talked about this, but freshly fallen snow absorbs sound waves, which um, gives everything that seemingly hushed, quieter ambience after a Mm -hmm. flurry. It sounds so nice. (laughs) if the snow then melts and refreezes, the ice can reflect sound and makes sound travel further and clearer. So it actually can be louder. That's cool. From the time that it falls and is soft and quiet, if it melts and refreezes, the ice makes it actually louder. Oh. So it doesn't have that nice, refreshing, calm quality That's anymore. Cool. I like that. It's like it's like it's soft, it's nice, and then it's harsh. Mm-hmm. Like it has that transition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I think I'm getting sick too. Mm-hmm. And if it's a blizzard, you might want to try to harness that snow for use in spells that need that kind of ferocious intensity. Yeah. And did you know? Thunder snow is a rare weather phenomenon that refers to a snowstorm complete with both thunder and lightning. And for thunder snow to occur, the air layer close to the ground has to be warmer than the layers above it, but still cold enough to create snow. Oh, I want one. (laughs) (laughs) Want one? I don't think I've ever seen that. We don't get enough snow down here. I wonder if people up north are like, yeah, that's common. Although it said it was rare. I don't know. Yeah. I want one. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thunder snow. I was just thinking when you brought up the moon earlier, um, what if you take a scoop of snow and it Mm -hmm. melts and you hold on to the snow water in a safe container and Mm -hmm. then you put it out during a full moon or whatever moon you want to charge it under. And so you have snow like and snow cho- magic cho- and moon magic all in yes, one. Yes, I think that would be great. I think so and too. 
yeah, for sure. Sometimes snow happens on a full moon. So if you collect it under the full Ooh, moon, that would be so cool. While it's snowing, yeah, you've got so it double powerful. double whammy. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I'm like, I'm I'm like experiencing like warm hot flashes and cold flashes right now. Oh, so I'm like sorry. the under the under part of my knee, whatever, like the back of my knee is sweating. <laughs> And like my armpits are like sweating right now. Oh, you think you got a fever again? No, I don't think so. I'm not that hot, but oh my goodness. <laughs> I just like hot flash and now I'm sweating everywhere. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I need a thunder, sn- thunder snow. <laughs> <laughs> so for rituals and heal and emotional healing, kind of based off of what I was saying with mm-hmm. the emotional healing, okay. um, you can use the snow magic and focus it on purity and extend that into your emotional healing. So kind mm-hmm. of on the on a way of purifying your emotions. I like that idea. But don't think it think of it as like, I need to purify my emotion. No, like it's like you're just purifying and helping yourself come to terms with something, purifying and helping yourself in any way like that. I mean, it might be that, you know, maybe you keep snow for a time when your emotions are really running hot and you need to chill out. Yeah. And then if you have some saved in your freezer or whatever, you can then help help get it out and emotionally heal yourself to bring yourself back into balance so you don't go doing something that you wish you hadn't done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think of it as a way of a release of emotional baggage or oh, good idea. promoting yeah. a sense of emotional balance. Mm-hmm. I feel that's a better, I feel like that's a better word than purity. I need another, I need a better word than purity. <laughs> I like balance. Balance is good. Balance is nice. And, I mean, I like sitting in a window seat with hot chocolate or wine and watching the snowfall. That is great mm-hmm. for at least my emotional health. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we all need to tend to ourselves, which a lot of us don't do enough of. And winter is a great time to have that cozy, safe feeling. So be sure that you take that time for yourself. And yeah. then you can also cook with snow. When you were talking about boiling at first, but mm-hmm. add kitchen witchery to your snow magic. Or vice versa, use snow water in cooking. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, because um, I was just sitting here thinking about it. I feel like we don't, as humans, not just you and me, but us, like mm-hmm. in a whole, don't slow down enough. Yeah. Always go, go, go. And we never get to actually enjoy our day-to-day lives because we're all in maybe I don't say maybe not all of us maybe some of us mm-hmm. are comfortable maybe some of us has have jobs that are like make us happy they're not just jobs mm-hmm. they make you happy from day to day mm-hmm. but I feel like based on what I've seen on social media and based on what I've seen through everything else a lot of us don't have jobs that we're happy with it's just a job to help us pay the bills right and so we're all just trying to survive instead of thrive mm-hmm. and so I feel like Maybe incorporating something with snow magic and just kind of slowing down and becoming like, what's the word? Like more present while we do this would help out a lot emotionally and maybe physically. I think that's a very good point. I think so. And then off of that, let's talk about some winter solstice celebrations. Mm -hmm. Because now maybe we're slowing down and now maybe we can you know, celebrate a little bit and live in the moment. Mm -hmm. So the winter solstice occurring around the same time as the arrival of winter and snow in many regions Mm -hmm. is often celebrated as a time of renewal and the return of light, Mm -hmm. which I'm kind of sad because I like it when it's dark and dull. I I like (laughs) the dark too. Now, I mean, it'll still be dark for a while. It only gets a little bit lighter, a tiny, tiny amount every day. Yeah, but I love, I know everybody's complaining. They're like, oh, it's dark at five o'clock. I love mm, it. <laughs> I, love I do it. too. I do but too. But during this period, uh, you may want to emphasize purification, balance, whatever it may be, and prepare for the brighter days ahead. Mm-hmm. So this is really key for transformation. 
Snow yes. has the ability to transform landscapes, covering them in a blanket of white. This transformative quality is often incorporated into our snow magic for spells and rituals. So you can use it for your personal transformation, change, and new beginnings. You I think that's think a of, great idea. Yeah, you yeah. can think of it of how snow actually looks on landscapes and how it changes things, not just mm-hmm. in you, in your magic, but in everything around you. Mm-hmm. So the theme of transformation is very significant in snow magic, where it reflects the profound changes that occur when landscapes are covered. And then a metaphor for change, where snow has its ability to complete transformation and change the appearance of the environment as it changes the appearance of environments. It serves a powerful metaphor for personal and spiritual change as well. Mm -hmm. So you can incorporate snow magic in this symbolism and work with rituals that facilitate your personal growth development and a, and I want to emphasize positive transformation. For sure. Did you know change is hard because people crave what they already like? I, I read this article about change and, you know, if you think about it, you can't really crave a food that you've never had before. You know, like, oh, I feel like eating Chinese and you you crave it because it's something you're familiar with change is the same way you you can't crave you don't crave change so it's a harder thing to do and maybe using snow magic would help you cross that that line of uh reluctance and actually make those changes that you need to make hmm. in your life hmm I want to agree to disagree to that. Really? <laughs> yes. Um, I thrive on change. Hmm. I love, well, okay. I thrive on small change. Yeah. It's small change, not like a big change. Or I guess it depends Actually, on the change. You're right. You change your apartment altar all, all the, time. the time. All yeah. the time. And nothing is ever in the same place as it was before. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I crave that change, but I need that change to be able to feel as if I can function. It's, again, on that borderline of having a compulsive. That's interesting because you also also have anxiety and usually change increases anxiety levels because you're going into the unknown and it's safer to stay where everything's known. And so making those changes, maybe it's because it's in your personal space. Maybe. I will you know, say. And you're safe in that space. Yes. It is like my safe change. Mm-hmm. I've always done this. So it's it's something that I I know, but the change in itself is always different. Do you do that growing up too? Did you change Absolutely. a bedroom around Absolutely. and all that? Really interesting. I would be in my bedroom changing everything. Things are falling, like loud noises. My dad would come <laughs> in and be like, what the fuck are you doing <laughs> obviously he wouldn't say that exactly he'd be like what are you doing in a grumpy mm-hmm. tone mm-hmm. and i'd be like i'm just moving around my furniture i'm i'm changing this and he'd roll his eyes be like whatever that is so funny <laughs> and then at the after i would be done i would go and get my parents be like look at it, what it looks like doesn't it look so good that's so cute my parents yeah, were we're, we're going to have to do a and amused a, at the same time. <laughs> a feng shui episode maybe yes. in January maybe. I have it written down of uh, I as think that an would episode be a to do. Great episode. Yeah, but I mean, I I I would say I crave things that I don't already know. Like there was um see define things that you don't know. Like things I mean, that you haven't true. had because there like, was a there was a there's food on TikTok, for example, that I've never tried, mm-hmm, but I'm like, oh, right. that would be so good because I know what the individual ingredients that went into mm-hmm. it taste like. So I know that that combination would be so good. So and then you could crave that. Well, it's and like I like to try new restaurants. You yeah. know, oh, we've never been there. Let's go try that food. So mm-hmm. I suppose you're right. There are changes that aren't as scary that are fun, that are actually needed in life. Yeah. Because you, you don't want to get stagnant. No, but not at if all. If you do get stagnant, then maybe snow magic might be a True. way to. Mm-hmm. But then if you do get stagnant, forward. then don't you crave that change? I would think so, but maybe some people so don't. Too. 
I don't know. I mean, but I there, I mean, I will say I do agree that you, it is hard because mm-hmm. I have had many crying episodes where I cry because I don't want to get a job because I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm yeah. scared of that change, that type of change, because my day-to-day life and how it looks right now will be different. Mm-hmm. And I won't be home and- with my animals or my husband and I, it, every day it, it'll be different. The root of that is fear, which then brings us back to shadow work. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I know. I know. I know. Okay. So moving on. Okay. Yes. So, yes. So this kind of goes off of like a blank slate and new beginnings, right? Mm -hmm. So you have the pristine white canvas of the snow that can be seen as the blank slate, like I was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this has the potential to offer you a chance to help you start your new beginnings. Mm -hmm. So you might want to harness the symbolism and release either old patterns, habits, obstacles, and you can maybe view it as a way to pave a way for a fresh Mm -hmm. start and positive transformation. Yeah. Now, I like the term pave the way. Because Mm -hmm. this isn't going to be, quote, magic and just be an instant flip of the switch and brand new, maybe, if you have that mindset, if you have that, you know, I guess mindset's the right word. Yeah. And you release all of those old habits, but it's hard to break a habit. It is very. So So snow magic might be a way to do that. Yes. I like the the term pave the way because this could help you start have that first step into it and you're never going to break anything cold turkey okay <laughs> or you can i'm not saying you can't ever but it it it's very hard it is hard like one of my things and i know this isn't a very big one in terms of habits where someone could be a smoker someone could you know have problems with alcohol, someone could whatever, right? There's always mm-hmm. going to be that first step. You're never going to be able to do cold turkey. And my my old habits are nothing compared to that, but I have a hard time waking up. Sleep is not a, drug. a morning person. <laughs> I hate Y'all, mornings. She spent the night over here before. She is not a morning person. I am not a morning person. And <laughs> sleep is one of my biggest things. And I've been trying to wake up earlier, especially since I've been unemployed. I've been trying yeah. to keep up um like side habits and hobbies and things that could, you know, bring in some income. So Mm -hmm. side hustles, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I want to try to better myself and wake up early. How's that been going? Not so well. Hmm. So Well, it's hard when you're sick. It is. But I will say at the beginning of the year, let's say Mm -hmm. March-ish, March, April, May, I was waking up at 10, 11, 12 p.m. Mm-hmm. That's no bueno. <laughs> That's no good. <laughs> no bueno. And so I set a goal for myself to wake up at least by 8 o'clock. Okay. And I will say I have been staying pretty pretty solid on that, but it's December, mm-hmm. and I'm still grumpy waking up at 8. You've texted me recently at 8 o'clock in the morning, so I know you're doing it. And I know I'm, I'm awake, and sometimes I'll wake up at 6.30, and I feel mm-hmm. awful. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I get a lot more done in the day, and mm-hmm. I, I'm able to do a lot more with the podcast. I'm able to do a lot more with That's what true. we're doing that, on the side. That helps you feel better. Yes, it so does. So that reinforcement of, you know, you, you put your foot on that path and then now you're being reinforced by yes. the things that you're able to get done. And it feels great, but it's mm-hmm. not easy and it's hard and I know that me not being able to wake up is not compared to some other people's obstacles and what they have right. to go through, but that's one of mine that I've been working on. Mhm. And maybe I need to take some snow magic or use the like not illusionary but like the idea of snow magic in my visualization visualization in my practice and maybe that'll help me wake up earlier and be less grumpy (laughs) (laughs) um but moving on okay that was just my example okay 
And then do you have an example of that, of where you would break a habit? No, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I need to sit down now that the new year is coming up. I need to, I'm going to make a vision board like I do at the beginning of every year. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be starting to think about that. I just haven't had time to think about myself right now. I'm too busy running around buying Christmas presents and wrapping and trying to get stuff done with work and all of that stuff. So I will soon sit down and examine what you know, what are my bad habits? What can I change for the better? And how can I do it? And I might use the snow magic to try to do it. Yeah, I I think I might. I know. I know we did we even talk about snow magic within the past episodes? Only in the fact that we did that winter episode. Like a little bit. Yeah, I think we talked a little bit about snow magic. So now knowing a little bit more about what snow magic has to offer, then maybe that's something. I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to look into definitely. Mm-hmm. And then again, you can use it in a way of visualization or you can use it physically by melting the snow um, in warmer temperatures. And you can use that melting process or the thawing of frozen snow as a way of it thawing out frozen emotions or stagnation mm-hmm. that you have within yourself. You could use it in a spell if someone is doesn't like you and is very difficult to work with at work, say you can use the melting snow analogy in your magic to help thaw them towards you. True. You know, you're, you're not changing them. I I don't like personally, I don't want to use a spell to change another person's free, free will. Yeah. But you can like help thaw a situation Mm -hmm. by using the melting snow. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And I also read it. it, I like this one because you can use it to incorporate, like you can use the melting process as the process in your ritual. You don't just have to melt it beforehand and then use it or have it frozen and then use it. You can use that melting process in your rituals and realize what is realize? <laughs> realize. <laughs> Visualize the release as it melts of these obstacles and allow the flow of positive energy and transformation. You can use the actual transformation of the snow in your ritual. As the actual ritual. Yeah. Yes. I like that. <laughs> Excuse me. And then you can also use the symbolize, symbolize. Wow. I'm really struggling. <laughs> use the symbolism of the snowflake crystals itself. And so snowflakes are intricate ice crystals. And so these crystals often have connections with magic, of course. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. each each, um, shape has a different meaning as well. Mm -hmm. And you can make up that meaning for yourself. You know, like you can, that one means this for me and Mm -hmm. it could mean something completely different for somebody else. And but so, supposedly every snowflake has six six sides. Really? Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's really true or not. Is I it read true? it somewhere. I don't know. Oh, because I feel like some of them see if they I all think, have six sides, then how can they all be different? Well, I mean, have look at pictures, Google pictures of snowflakes, and you'll see okay. the way, but they all some for some reason apparently have six hmm. six points. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So snow magic, you can involve working with the unique geometric patterns of the snowflakes. And if it comes to numerology, you can incorporate yeah. the numerology into that. I was you can... just thinking about Jessica. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's our number person. Yeah. And so you can do that. Like for her, maybe she could do that with her snow magic and do mm-hmm. something like that. And mm-hmm. then um, you have that energy associated with that. And it, it's a crystal. Which I never I thought not, of it like that. I had never yeah. thought about snow being an actual crystal. So, I love that. Yeah, it's, so it's a and crystal. Did you know that one of the determining factors of the shape of individual snowflakes is the temperature and the air around it? There was a study that identified that long, thin, needle-like ice crystals form at around negative 2 Celsius, which is 28 degrees Fahrenheit, huh. while a lower temperature of negative Five Celsius, which is 23 Fahrenheit, will lead to very flat plate-like crystals. And that further changes in temperature as the snowflake falls determines the different shapes of the six arms or the dendritic 
which is a math term. Okay. Uh-huh. Sorry, Jessica. I know that you're cringing right now. Um, structure of the crystal. That, Interesting. That's my, my fact I of the moment. I didn't know that. That's cool. Me either. I mean, it makes sense though. The temperature would change how, would affect and it. how it yeah. solidifies. Yeah. 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 Also with the snowflake symbolism off of that with like the different unique patterns and everything, they... Mm-hmm. As a whole, they're all very individual and different. And Mm so snow magic can involve this through meditating on the symbolism of snowflakes and and to tap into the idea that personal transformation is unique as well. So your transformation is different from somebody else. Like everybody's going to be different, just like snowflakes. Don't judge yourself. Yep. Based on other people. Yep. I love that. And so your individual journey within a larger context of like universal energies and all of that is different from everybody else. I love that idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And off of the, I see, I really went deep into this crystal thing. Into crystals. Yeah. (laughs) That's so cool though. I hadn't thought about it. Mm -hmm. You can use it for energetic amplification. Ooh. So hold on with me right there. Okay. Okay. So crystals are believed to amplify and channel energy. Yeah. So in snow magic, crystals can be used as conduits for focusing and intensifying the magical energies associated with snow. So oh anything goodness. that we stated above or earlier, you can use the idea that it's a crystal and amplify it. And kind so- of like a clear quartz is an amplification <laughs> crystal all on its own. Yeah. It adds, so snow yeah. could be too. I love that. Exactly. The reflective surfaces of crystals may enhance the amplification, allowing practitioners or you to concentrate intentions and connect with the transformative energies of snow. I really, and again, I really dug deep into this, into the geometric resonance. <laughs> okay. So wow, that's over my head. Yes. So it's just basically talking about the unique geometric patterns of the snowflakes mm-hmm. and how they are natural crystals and they are often admired for their beauty. And so crystals used in snow magic may be chosen for their specific shapes and patterns mm-hmm. and each carry their own energetic resonance. Each one is different. And so the different crystals may be selected to align to your specific qualities and intentions of your snow magic ritual. You know, they should make snow oracle cards Mm. with each Mm -hmm. crystal each snowflake representing something different so that when you do your draws beautiful yes okay wait somebody with that's artistic should we'll do that we will do that we're artistic we can do that okay 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 (laughs) we're gonna be dropping a book soon and we're gonna Mm -hmm. be dropping our own oracle cards I love it. Snow oracle cards. No oracle cards. No one else can take it. It's our I our idea. I'm stating it here right now. <laughs> There's probably some out there already. Probably. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, and then off of that, you have your spiritual illumination. I promise you, this is the last bullet that I have, and, um, <laughs> and then crystals. I'm and then I stop hurting your head about crystals. So crystals are sometimes associated with the spiritual illumination and enlightenment. Mm -hmm. So in snow magic, these crystals can symbolize the clarity and illumination that comes with the reflective qualities of the snow. As we all know, like snow is blinding. If the sun hits right on that blanket of on like a hill or whatever, you're blinded. Yeah, there's and and actually there is snow snow blindness is a real thing. Really, up in, up in the Arctic and all of that. Yeah, okay, you so have I, to could, wear I could see that. I think I've heard eye. something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a real thing. And so this may be used in your rituals to enhance spiritual uh, insight, intuition, and connect to higher realms as well. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. So let's get down to some nitty gritty and talk about actual ways. We've talked about the theories and and how you can use them, but let's yep. let's talk about some actual ways to use it. So add snow directly to your ritual baths for you know snow spell for snow spells for wow, I am struggling for <laughs> Me too. spells of healing, self-love, and cleansing. So take a ritual bath using snow water. Uh Ooh, very I like that. A petition in the snow to cool off a situation, um, a snow spell that would be temporarily binding. You know, we talked about cooling off our tempers or having someone warm up to us. 
Yeah. Use snow as an offering to winter deities. Use mm. snow when working with winter fairies and spirits. Anoint your third eye with snow to see them. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I do too. Melt in a pot with herbs and other ingredients to make a simmering uh, simmer pot. And then bottle it and Ooh. spray it around the house to purify. I love a simmer pot with snow. Oh Isn't that goodness. a great idea? Yes. Make an infusion of snow water and herbs for floor washes and front door, the front door spritzes that I was talking about. Yeah. Go out into the snow and build a snowman as an offering to winter deities and spirits. Uh-huh. Go sledding with a focus on healing your inner child and bringing joy into your life. Have a snowball fight with your friends and family to release pent-up energies. Or I think we talked about this in episode, the snow magic, the winter episode before. Put all of your negative energies or bad habits into the snowball as you're creating it and then throw it as far away from you as you can and watch it explode and release those bad habits and bad energies. I like that one. Snow spells. You uh, using floating candles, float the candles in snow water to merge that fire and water element together. Mm-hmm. Draw or paint pictures of your intentions in the snow. You can use food dye or water spray bottles to to make art with. I did that as a kid. We would draw in the snow. Make paper snowflakes and put those in your grimoire when you're recording snow spells. Freeze some snow in a bag or jar for use later in the year when there isn't fresh snow available. Yeah, I like that one. Okay, wait. If you put snow in a jar, this is a dumb question. If you put snow in a jar and you instantly mm-hmm. put it in your freezer, will it stay that same consistency? I think so. Okay. I think I think so. I could I, be wrong. I have not tried question. it. I mean, neither. That's not a dumb question because <laughs> I don't know the answer. Well, that just kind of qualifies us. But anyway, I, I don't think that's a dumb question. You know the you know the you know the meme, the blind leading the blind. <laughs> that's us. That's us. <laughs> we're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that must be it. <laughs> Make an ice candle. And this is something I would love to try to do this year if we get enough snow. So you melt paraffin wax. And you can add color or scent or whatever you want to the wax because you're going to make a candle out of it. Um, Take a a taper candle, like, you know, the tall, thin candles, Uh and stand it in the center of a little small cardboard carton. Like, you know, when you were in school back in elementary school, you would drink uh, milk out of those little cardboard cups like that. So fill that carton with tiny pieces of ice, like really chopped up fine pieces of ice, and put that loosely around the candle. And because if you use too large of chunks, then the candles not go- it's the wax isn't going to have uh, the holes in it that you want to make this really cool looking candle. So once the wax is melted, you pour it into that container, making sure it goes everywhere evenly all over the ice. And as it pours in, it's going to melt the ice and it leaves these little tiny holes in that candle. And you allow it to cool, and then you take it out of the box. You can rip the box off, or it might actually, you know, poke a hole in the bottom of the ice of the box to let the water drain out, obviously, over a sink or something, because you don't yeah. want to get water all over your, your kitchen table or whatever. Yeah. And then you let it sit overnight so that the wax hardens completely. And then you take it out of the cardboard container, and it's this cool-looking candle that has these little holes in it. It, it's the coolest looking thing. And then you can use that that candle in your spell work or your ritual or just for decoration. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? I like that idea. I mean, I think that's cool. That's not something I would probably think of on my own. So I like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure I read it somewhere. Um, and I try to make notes of where uh, the websites that I get my yeah. ideas from and we yeah. post those. So, And then when I was looking at that, I came across how to cast an ice spell. And it says you get a large piece of ice and you throw it on the surface and then note the number of pieces it breaks into. So like maybe on your driveway, slam it down on the driveway and note the number of pieces. If the number is even, you are authorized by the astral forces to ask questions about your love life. If it's an odd number of pieces, you should query in your spell or divination about your work. It should be work related. Oh, and then you okay. collect all those pieces of ice and put it in a deep dish 
and you sit in a comfortable position and you watch how it melts. If it forms edges, that means that you should be alert. Um, Depending on your request, the edges could represent an obstacle or the actualization of your desires. Mm -hmm. And if the ice melts without forming edges, that's a sign of good luck and blessings. Oh, okay. It would take a long time. It would. So maybe not such a big piece of ice. Yeah, maybe like a little. Yeah, yeah. Not so big. But it's kind of a little portent that uh, ice reading, I guess we could call it. Oh, I like that ice reading. Yeah. That's cute. I like that. Yeah, I think we're going to be talking about winter divination. I'll see if I can find more about ice reading. Mm-hmm. When, are we, about it. when are we talking about Somewhere winter divination? In January. January. Okay. I don't know. Stay I don't tuned. Know. <laughs> Stay tuned. But that's all I've got. That's all I have too. Okay. Okay. Am I going to try to remember the outro again? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay. Thank you for listening. Um, you can find us at www.c3wittypodcast.com. There you will find all of our links to our social medias. That's Twitter, X, Facebook. Wait, Twitter and X are the same thing. X, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. YouTube. Instagram, YouTube. I know I'm missing one in there. But you can find them all on our website. Yes. So and just then go you there can also look. find our merch at the shop merch link at the top. You can also find information about our subscriptions. One is Buzzsprout and Patreon. Mm-hmm. And we have special episodes that only our patrons and subscribers get access to. It's our After yes. Dark series. And I think we're up to episode number 25 on that. And we've talked about sex magic and dark deities i don't know if we've done curses and curses hexes that kind of thing so that's for our supporters yes Uh, so thank you for listening (laughs) we'll be back we'll be back and until then stay witchy Woo.